joining us is uh, one of my favorite guests on any program I do, any podcast I host. He is uh, just a, an inspiration on every level, a guy who is an entrepreneur, he's an author, he is someone who also is a person of faith and is, um, is someone who shares his, his brilliance with everyone else freely. And that's one of the things that has inspired me as well. His name is Jim Stovall. He is the man behind the Narrative Television Network, which helps blind people, people who cannot see TV or movies, understand what's going on and is a multi-award winner. And he's written more than 50 books. Just a, a great inspiration. And Jim joins us virtually every week to talk about something else he does that he gives away. And it's called The Winner's Wisdom. It's a column that Jim writes and freely distributes. It's in a lot of papers, but it's also on the internet on jimstovel.com. And I love to talk to Jim about the column because I get his interpretation, which helps me in case I missed the point, which, you know, that happens on occasion. Uh, Jim, I'm glad you're here. Welcome back, my friend. Always good to be with you. Well, I'm, I, as I said, I'm, I'm always curious to see if after I've read the column, was there something I missed? And I think this week I get it, and it's a lot of um, a lot of the things that you have mentioned in small bites that kind of come together when you talk about the the things that we need to do to uh, investigate ourselves and our lives and and keep track of where we are at this moment. And the the headline or the title of this week's column is Paradise Perspective. What do you believe was the main issue you were trying to teach us? Well, twice a year for over 20 years, I uh, go out to the West Coast, and there's a little island called Paradise Island uh, with a resort on it in Mission Bay in San Diego. And I go there twice a year to speak to a group of people that come in from around the world who, you know, want to be better and make a bigger difference in the world. And having done this uh, approaching 50 times now, I stay in the same bungalow on the beach every time. And, you know, I spend a couple extra days there. If you're going to fly out there and be on the beach, why not stay an extra day or two? And it gives me an opportunity to kind of have the old uh, check up from the neck up and see how we're doing, what are we doing. And it's always good to get back in that same time and place and take the temperature. It's like if you're going to take your temperature or your blood pressure or anything like that, they tell you do it at the same time of the day. Well, if you're going to check your life, your goals, your ambitions, your calling, it's good to find a time and place where you can stop and compare to the same time and place a year ago. As a blind person myself, I lost my sight over a 12-year period, and it was such a gradual decrease, I didn't notice it, except every Thanksgiving I would go to my grandmother's house, and I would sit at the same chair, at the same table, and look at the same room, and all of a sudden you realize, wow, I, I, you know, I, I could see that last year. Now that's fading away, or this is fading away, and only by getting that, uh, that kind of checkup do you do that, and uh, uh, as Socrates said, uh, the unexamined life is not worth living. I think it's always good that we check ourselves up, and as Mr. Shakespeare told us, to thine own self be true. I mean, really, at the end of the day, the, you know, we worry about what everybody thinks of us, when in reality, the only opinion that matters is the one that we have of ourselves. And how, how am I doing compared to what I really deep down know I ought to be doing? 
Yeah, it, it's so important to do this, to look at yourself and look inward as well. Uh, Jim, a lot of people say we're often too tough on ourselves, that we are our toughest critics. Is there any danger in being too tough on yourself? Well, I think you have to be realistic. You know, I have people, they, they set goals. And, you know, I have 10 million books in print, my phone number and emails in all of them, and I respond to everybody. So I hear from countless people, and they set goals uh, for themselves that they don't have any control over. I think it's very, very important that uh, uh, you set goals that you control. I met yesterday with a uh, championship golfer, and uh, uh, she was telling me that, uh, you know, it's her goal to be number one on the tour at this point. Well, that's a good goal, but you don't really control that because there are other people involved. Now, what you control is your practice schedule, how many golf balls do you hit. You control your activities, but you really don't control that. I, you know, I, I'd love for every day to be uh, 78 degrees and sunny, but I don't control that. So I can't make that a goal because I that's not within my purview. So, you know, I do think we get hard on ourselves when we set goals to be in certain places that uh, we don't completely control. What we control is our activities and, uh, you know, really the only things we control is our effort and our attitude. So we need to take control of those things and monitor those things. But uh, when we get into goals that compare us to other people, that's where I think we're too tough on ourselves. That's a great point. And the point about doing the things or controlling the things that will get you to that big goal is very vital. If you're practicing, you're going to get to that, that top of the chart. But not if you just focus on getting to the top of the chart. You have to do the things that will get you there. Uh, Jim, uh, one of the things that when you mentioned that the, the loss of your sight took place over 12 years, and that uh, that's the first time I've heard you say that. We haven't discussed that too much. Um, did you are, you are such a unique individual. You took the world closing in on your vision and created an entirely new world. Was there a pivot point in that 12-year period where you realized I'm going to I'm going to break through this and do something different? Well, uh, you know, it was uh, you know, people who have read my books or heard me speak in the arena events, uh, you know, you you hear kind of the highlights of it. There were tough days, I'm not going to kid you, but um you know, I knew it was coming the, the best day was the day I woke up and I was completely blind. That was a relief because I thought, okay, I've been worrying all this time. Am I going to be able to deal with this? And now it cannot get any worse than this. This is as bad as it's going to get. So if I can deal with this, we're good to go. And uh, and for those people with severe visual impairments, it's easier to get around sometimes when you're totally blind than to have this little bit of vision that's just enough to get you hurt. I mean, uh, you can get into all kinds of trouble. And uh, you know, now I, I knew that. And then, but you know, I, I wasn't sure what I was going to do with my life. I moved into this little room in the back of my house. I thought I would never leave again. The thought of doing all the things I do now would have seemed as foreign to me as going to the moon. But uh, fate and providence and uh, heaven smiled on me. And that room, before I had moved in there to spend what I thought would be the rest of my life, was our TV room. So I knew sitting there in the dark that across the room was a TV and a video player and my 
collection of classic movies and one day I put one on I thought I've been you know I, I I've seen this so many times I'll be able to just listen and follow along and it worked for a while but then somebody shot somebody in the car sped away and somebody screamed and I got really frustrated and I said the magic words I said somebody ought to do something about that and the next time you get frustrated and you hear yourself say that you just had a great idea the whole world's praying for a great idea and they trip over one about three days a week the only thing you got to do to have a great idea is go through your daily routine, wait for something bad to happen, and ask, how could I have avoided that? And the answer is a great idea. And the only thing you got to do in our free enterprise capitalistic system, the only thing you got to do to have a great business is ask one more question. How can I help other people avoid that? And the world will give you fame and fortune and everything you ever wanted if you'll care about them and help them solve their problems. Because as in most things, Mike, it ain't about you and me. It's about them. Wow. What, what a fabulous message combined with the message of we all have to take a look at ourselves a couple times a year and do it on a regular basis. The uh, latest Winner's Wisdom column awaits you online. You just go to jimstovall.com. And you sign up, put in your email address, it shows up at your inbox. This week's column was Paradise Perspective, and you got the breakdown from Jim, plus a little bit more. Jim Stovall, I can't thank you enough. It's always inspiring to speak to you, and I hope we'll be back again next week. Look forward to it. 